Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Dad's Beard Nerds News for May 20th, 2020, the semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Tommy, and I'll be your host for today. Now, we're trying something a little bit different this week, piloting the idea of truly semi-daily, twice a week, but a little bit meatier episodes. Let me know what you think about this by messaging us on Anchor, Twitter, or Instagram, or on my personal Twitter at Nightwing593. With that being said, let's jump into the news. Justice League Snyder Cut is real and releases in 2021. DC announced that the Snyder Cut is real and will release on HBO Max sometime in 2021. If you don't know, the Snyder Cut is something that people on the internet have wanted for a couple years now and is the original version of the movie. When Joss Whedon took over after director Zack Snyder had a family tragedy, Whedon had a bunch of reshoots that allegedly changed the movie quite a bit. And honestly, I'm pumped for this. I thought Justice League was enjoyable, minus Batfleck. So, I'm all about seeing the original version of the movie. And sticking with DC... Ruby Rose is Leaving Batwoman by Jim Vajoda of IGN. Sorry if I butchered your name. <laughs> Ruby Rose is exiting the title in CW's Batwoman. The network will recast the role of Kate Kane with a new actress for the second season, which isn't slated to debut until January 2021. I've made the very difficult decision to not return to Batwoman next season, Rose said in a statement obtained by Deadline. The decision, this was not a decision I made lightly as I have the utmost respect for the cast, crew, and everyone involved with the show in Vancouver and in Los Angeles. Rose continued, I am beyond appreciative to Greg Bertinelli, Sarah Scherter, and Caroline Dries for not only giving me this incredible opportunity, but for welcoming me into the DC universe they have so beautifully created. The CW said they would recast the role, saying, The studio and network are firmly committed to Batwoman's second season and long-term future. And we, along with the show's talented creative team, look forward to sharing its new direction, including the casting of a new lead actress and member of the LGBTQ community in the coming months. This is a pretty weird situation, honestly. It's rare that a main actor of the series leaves, especially after one season. And in a series within a connected universe like the Arrowverse, it's unheard of. I really want to see who they cast for this, that's for sure. Next up, The Last of Us Part 2 Edition PS4 Pro announced. Sony announced a special edition of the PS4 Pro of The Last of Us 2. The console is designed after Ellie's tattoos, which look like a moth and a few branches, along with a controller with a similar design and The Last of Us 2 printed on the touchpad. The bundle will launch June 19th, the same day as the game, will come with a digital code for The Last of Us 2, and will be $400. This just seems kind of weird to me, honestly. Like, kind of just like the Cyberpunk Xbox situation as well, 
why release a special edition of the console the same year that the next generation of consoles are set to come out? Like, I get it, money is a thing, and they want it, but still, I feel like you should be, like, just focusing on, let's release these consoles, let's not worry about a special edition, but hey, company's gonna make that money, I guess. And our next story. Gamescom Digital Event Dates Announced by Wesley LeBlanc of IGN. Gamescom 2020 will now take place digitally from August 27th to August 30th. The Gamescom Content Hub, Gamescom Now, will be expanded and will feature world premiere news and games and events. And will be free to watch with no ticket required. August 27th will see the return of Jeff Keighley's opening night live showcase... And the rest of the show's run will include presentations including Gamescom Awesome Indies, an indie focus showcase, the Gamescom Daily Show, which will expand on announcements from the show, and Gamescom Studio, featuring developer interviews. August 30th will close with Gamescom Best of Show, an awards show. This sounds pretty awesome, honestly. My only concern is that with so many devs opting to have their own announcements this year where everything is cancelled, will there really be enough to show off? I guess we'll find out in August. Our next story for today. Kingdom Hearts Dark Road officially delayed. Square Enix announced that the mobile game Kingdom Hearts Dark Road has been delayed, stating on Twitter that due to current conditions... Development for Kingdom Hearts Dark Road has been delayed. We apologize for the late update as we were trying to find some means of making a spring release. Another announcement will come in early June, so please stay tuned. Look, is it too hard for me to learn about why Xehanort is so batshit crazy? Jokes aside, this is a bummer for Kingdom Hearts fans like myself. But hey, I'd rather a game be delayed and give people more time to make it, especially while working from home, then have it launch half-assed and broken. And our next story. Mafia Trilogy announced by Matt Kim of IGN. 2K Games and Hangar 13 have officially unveiled the full Mafia Trilogy today. 2K Games previously announced the collection in a short teaser, and a leak online tipped the internet off about a definitive edition for Mafia 1, 2, and 3. The first Mafia has been completely remade from the ground up. The complete remake includes a new game engine, updated script, new cutscenes, added gameplay, and more. However, Mafia 1 won't be available to play until August 28th. Meanwhile, Mafia 2 Definitive Edition is available today as part of the trilogy and received an HD remaster. This is really weird to me. Like, why release a trilogy this way? 2 and 3 are out now, and are definitive editions, with 2 being HD remastered, but Mafia 1 is out in August as a complete remake? Why not just wait until August when Mafia 1 is done and release it all together? Because we all know people are going to want to play the games in order, even though they aren't really that connected? Like, I, I don't get it. It's just weird to me. And our final story, but definitely the biggest one. Call of Duty 2020 is called Black Ops Cold War by Joe Scrabbles of IGN. 
Reports suggest that this year's Call of Duty game will be titled Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and will return to the Black Ops subseries, historical setting. The title was posted by Call of Duty leaker Okami on Twitter and backed up by sources of Eurogamer. Eurogamer added that it will return to the series' roots, but didn't specify any specific events or locations. But the real-life Cold War is last was lasted from 1947 to 1991. Activision already formally announced that Call of Duty would happen this year, but didn't confirm which of its studios would act as its lead developer. Rumors at the time suggested Treyarch would be the lead, which feels even more likely now, given the Black Ops subseries. Sledgehammer and Raven are rumored to be support studios on this project. These same rumors claim this game would be set in the Cold War and it would restore a single-player campaign after Black Ops 4 dropped the feature. If these rumors are true, which they probably are, because Activision is horrible about containing leaks, especially about COD, I'm bummed that Sledgehammer is back to being a support dev for the series, because I really enjoyed their games. But I'm happy to hear that a campaign will return, unlike Black Ops 4, and they're going back to the past, especially in such an interesting time in history. They could cover so much, from the Vietnam and Korean Wars, the space race, espionage between the United States and Russia. There's so much that could be in that game. Sorry, my love for history came out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped. <laughs> and that's it for the news today. Thanks for listening, and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the Support This Podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month. On Follow us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, on Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, Check out our Twitter bio to be a part of our ever-growing Discord community or on twitch.tv slash dadsbeardsnerds.